What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Very important. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Anna. How are you, queen? I'm incredible, king. No, you, king? No, you king. No, you king? You are my king. No. Are you yuking? Don't yuke about this. You're my lean queen. All right. There's no way anyone likes that. My lean queen? Yeah. Yeah, it does make it sound like you're like very like skinny. You're my lean cuisine. Mm, Yummy. So, Anna. Okay, we're not doing any yummies? No, Anna. Nick. Yeah, no, hi. You were telling me earlier, a show or two ago, that you were having some work done on your roof. Last show. uh, The last show. The last show, show, yeah. Last episode. Yeah. You were saying you had some, you were having some work done on your roof. Uh huh. Now, I hope everything's fine. Is everything okay? Uh, no. So, what's happening is now my roof is caving in. My ceiling is. They were replacing the roof, in quotes, because who the fuck knows. And now the ceiling is caving in inside my bathroom. (laughs) Everything's great. I do feel like I'm going to die here, but everything's great. And you know what? There is nothing more exciting than a trash L.A. rental property that you pay too much for uh, to die in. Now, you're making more money than you were when you started there, right? Yes, I make a lot of money. Well, I mean, like you're making lot, more money like, than now money than, than you were life. when you when you got to the apartment, when you took the apartment. Yeah, sure. Now, I'm not saying you're making a lot of money. Nobody knows that your your apartment's terrible. Okay, anyway. thank you. What? Of anyway, course it's look, terrible. It, the ceilings the, are caving. The ceilings caving in. <laughs> of course. Everyone, everyone knows now. Yeah, this yeah. is not a good apartment. Yeah. Um why don't you take some of that money? And how much you're spending less money than ever because you 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 are in quarantine. Yeah. And that's to the nature of quarantine. If you have a job, you right. are stacking them. Why don't you take some of that money? Uh-huh. And move. And move. Well, um I would say because I'm using this opportunity to save up the money and buy a house. Mhm. But the housing market is so trash in LA that they will ask for 700 to 800k for a two bedroom that's missing a floor and you have to be like hmm now I 
I'm sorry. Um, and is there going to be a floor by the time I move in? And they're like, no, the floor is your responsibility. And that, in my opinion, is bullshit. And I'm not going to pay $800,000 for a house that's two bedrooms, one bath. Okay, where's my partner supposed to shit when I'm shitting? And also has no floor. And that's just an exaggeration, but that's the vibe of some of these places they are trying to gouge us for money for. What? Why do you why would you move into a place like that? That but that's what I'm saying. Like that's what's out there for real estate right now. <laughs> You're like, what? You are lost your mind. It's a buyer's market. No, it's not. 100 percent No, it's not. People are dying to fill. There are people, uh, nobody can pay rent. If you can pay rent, you are a hot fucking commodity. Okay. This is just a fact. What you think what you think is going on is not happening. I'm not in a renter's market. I'm trying to get into a buyer's market and the houses that I'm looking at just aren't like The apartment that we got at the start of Quar. Yeah. There's another one in our building mm-hmm. that is the exact same uh layout. You trying to make and move in It's next gone down $100 and she has not been able to fill it in the last oh. 4 months. And how much is the rent? Well, I'm not going to talk about my rent on the show. <laughs> okay, well, then what are we doing here? What, do you mean, what not, are we doing if here? If we're not going to be I'm transparent, telling you, what are we doing here? I'm telling you, it is a good time to move. You can find something better. And you know what I just need everyone to never do again? Never live in a management company-owned building. It's not a good idea. I agree you with You want to get a landlord that's a person you know, someone you can talk to any management building where you have to like go through all of this fucking red tape. Every time someone would knock on my door, it would be a new person who works for the management company coming in my house. Right. And I'm like, who the fuck are any of you? And if I tell anyone a problem, they're like, Oh, I don't do that. Mm. But uh, now we have this place owned by a little old lady. And every time we have something wrong with it, she uh, fixes it immediately that day. And it's pretty fucking cool. And I'm just saying there's lots of these opportunities out here because there are less people. There's also people leaving cities. People going home, stay with mommy and dad. Mama and papa. This is real. Mama and papa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe I should move home, give it all up. You're right, Nick. Well... At least you got what I was laying down. Yeah, no, you're right. All right, let's start the show. Guys, we were talking Below Deck Season 7, Episode 11. That's right. We were at 7-Eleven, a.k.a. the convenience store, a.k.a. my dad's birthday. He was born on 7-Eleven. Good for him. Every time we drove by 7-Eleven, it'd be like, it's my birthday. And we'd be like, put the wine glass down. You're driving. So uh, here we are. I wish I was joking. There was a hot minute where we had to tell my dad he could not bring the wine glass into the car. Okay. What? Why? No, I just said, okay. Oh, okay. Clearly you have a complicated family life and I yeah. am done hearing about it. Let's just say my dad has uh, some, uh, who's a good drunk on below deck? My dad has. <laughs> Trevor? Yeah, sure, but not as violent. No, more like good time. Like like uh, Matt, the chef Matt. Just like wackadoo. <laughs> Just likes to take his shirt off in inappropriate places. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, so Blood Deck Season 7, Episode 11. What a wild ride. So we continue with Brian apologizing to Kate for calling her a bitch and Ashton bitching at Tanner outside about Kate throwing the clothes on the ground in front of Captain Lee. And Kate's in her room crying and Brian goes to bitch at Courtney for taking Kate's side. And she's like, I didn't take anyone's side. And you're the one being so pissy. And he's like, okay, well, is this going to be it then? Is this going to be it then? And she's like, whatever, bro. And then Brian blames Kate for causing problems, even though he was the one that called her a bitch. I feel like the only time Kate was, like, being shitty was when she was, like, bitching at Kevin about the tab paying shit. The rest of the time, she was just minding her own business, getting drunk at the pool. 
It's like everyone is like taking her, like minding her own business as an offense. Oh, it's weird. You know, it's weird. If one person doesn't ha- want to hang out with everybody else. No, it's, it's weird. not weird if that one person is 15 years older than most of the people on the boat. I mean, or yeah. 10 to 15. I don't know. Well, don't go on the thing. Yes. Go I think- do something else. Why do you have to sit at the pool right now? And you can't ignore people in front of them in their face. But you can if you have to spend every fucking day with them and you're just trying to have some time to yourself. You should be allowed to do that. I don't know. As someone who likes to be left alone a lot, who needs their me time, if you will. Um, Zach just called me a weirdo in the background. Please disregard. Um, please strike that from the record. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I I think it's fine to be like, hey, guys, like I see you every day. You know, like I'm just going to lay here and drink cocktails and pass away. Like, I don't need you guys sc- drunk screaming in my face. You're going to eat, you're going to drink cocktails and pass away? Yeah. Relax. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's what I need to do to be left alone. Okay. Yes. yes. Wow. And then to be you like, really you're be left a alone. bitch. To be like some like fucking, I don't know, like shitty 25 year old. I don't know actually how old Brian is. He might be like 30, whatever. But, like, some shitty, like, young guy. I guess 30 is not young. But whatever. Like, just, like, yeah. just like, being, like, being, like, hey, you don't pay attention to us enough. It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I don't need to pay attention to you. I work with you every single day. Most people, when they work with someone every single day, when they go on vacay, they don't have to see them. I don't go like, hey, Jack, Miles, should we all go to Hawaii together? <laughs> you should. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. Maybe one day we will, but I wouldn't actively pursue it because you want to get away from the Like you're trying to shut your mind down. And you know what? Do we have 45 more minutes for me to defend this behavior? Jesus. <laughs> okay, whatever. So Kate's upset in her room and Riley's trying to clean up and make it nice. And Kate thinks the whole crew hates her. And she doesn't get what she's done to deserve all of this and feels like she shouldn't have to point out to them to respect her stripes and her position, but someone should. And then Riley tucks Kate into bed as she cries herself to sleep. Ah, and guess what? Tanner fucking Shadeball texts Simone to come into his room and asks Brian to pull a switcheroo with Simone. So he goes into the room and is like, Simone, Tanner would like to see you now. And she's like, okay. And Simone goes into their room and Simone says she feels weak, but she goes into Tanner's bed and Brian tells a half asleep Courtney that he's sorry and came over to say sorry, even though, no, he didn't. He only went over there because Tanner. Now all of a sudden he's sorry, being like, what is this it? You didn't take my side. And then he gets into bed with her and everyone goes to sleep. And it's the next day. Just a reminder, all the deck crew are trash. True. Cool. So uh, yeah, yeah. No. Mm. I see All you. of them. Yeah, Ashton, Trashton, Brian, tr- Trash Giant. Um, tr- yeah. Tanner Trasher. Trash Trashner. <laughs> Trashner. There we go. And uh, Riley Trashley. I mean, she's fine. Yeah. Well, no, you're right. I find myself again on Riley's side. Sorry, but there is a certain way that these guys treat her that I can't help but always fall on Riley's side. Hmm. I'm just on the woman's side. Sorry. You don't have to apologize for to me. You have to apologize to society. No, I know. No, I know. So um, Captain Lee calls Kate to have a cup of coffee with her that morning with him that morning and she joins him and Riley and Ashton are talking about Kate and they think Kate was surprised that Captain Lee didn't defend her in that moment when she was throwing shit on the ground and Riley says she doesn't want to betray Kate but she definitely runs the ship how she wants to run it and she gets a lot of preferential treatment it's like yeah fuck yeah Captain Lee tells Kate he won't tolerate her behavior and she says it was because she'd been drinking since 10 a.m. And Kate says she's hungover and not happy to have a conversation with Captain Lee about her behavior. 
And then Captain Lee says that Kay has been with him for five years, so she has earned preferential treatment, but her behavior was inappropriate and he's disappointed in her. He says something like, this will never, ever happen again on this boat. And then she apologizes and says it won't happen again and then leaves. Succinct to the point, everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. So everyone's working on flipping the boat. Kate says she's happy that Courtney is good at her job and that Courtney respects her. And then it's the next charter meeting with Kate, Captain Lee, Kevin, and Ashton. And Captain Lee tells them to act like adults. And then we learn that Master Pearson and Lady Tiernan are coming back again. Were you able to get the likes and dislikes? No, nah, they didn't really show them because they're, they're returners. If you recall, this was the family. They came with their kids on the last charter, season five, where they had... It was awful. Oh, no, this was season six. Sorry, not season Caroline five. broke that glass and left it there, and then the little kids stepped in it. Yeah, it was all sorts of bad. Like, Chandler dropped one of the women who's actually coming back as well. It was just a mess. So, yeah, they had a shitty time last time. So they're really hoping to step it up this time and fix everything. And Ashton says him and Kate will have to put their shit aside so they can do the job. We learned that they want a traditional dance performance after the first dinner. They also want to, as a surprise, the wife would like to bring the parents of the husband who live in Thailand onto the boat. Uh, And they also want a Roaring Twenties theme party. And the kids have to wear life jackets whenever on deck. Like last time. <sighs> so Ashton asks to meet with Kay after their meeting because he thinks that she has no respect for anyone on the crew and thinks that she's better than everyone. After she meets him, Kay explains what happened with Brian and him calling her a bitch. And Ashton says that he was just trying to figure out what was going on because he just came out and all their pants were on the ground. And then he complains that Kate and Riley are taking too long to get ready. And Kate's like, well, Riley hasn't been here that long. And he's like, OK, well, it was those two times. And she's like, okay. And yeah, Kate's not <laughs> impressed. Uh, and she's like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Bye. And then she's like, I thought he was going to apologize, but instead he just complained more. She said, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, Kate has an accent now. No, that's Ashton said it later to the guys. And they were like, that's crazy. She's uh, nuts, dude. Us guys are right. Yeah. Us us guys don't get enough respect. Yeah, so um, apparently the extractor fan is broken in the galley, which is an issue because they need it to suck the smoke and heat out of the galley while Kevin is cooking. So, yeah, Kevin and Captain Lee are talking about how to deal with this, and Kevin is annoyed because it limits his menu a little bit. But Captain Lee's like, we will get a bunch of fans in there, and hopefully that will help, and... Hopefully you'll get fixed soon. And Kate promotes Courtney to second stew as well and says it's somewhat of a punishment for Simone's bratty behavior and encouragement for Courtney because she's been working and doing a good job. And I was like, she's just your best friend. Also, you're allowed to have two second stews. It's so weird. Why don't you do this at the end of the charter of the season? Isn't that when you're supposed to give someone their stripes? Like, you earned it this season. You did a full good season. You don't give it just especially right in front of the other person. Just it's, it's so rude. Yeah. Yeah. It's bonkers. Rude. Well, that's, Simone calls her mom to complain and bitch about Kate and calls her evil and says she would not work with Kate again. But she says she that's knows how so to be rude. Yeah. She says she knows how to be a professional, though, regardless, and is no basic bitch and can get through this. Damn. Good for her. Uh, At that time, Tanner and Ashton are talking about dancing with the girls the day before at the club and how Tanner got in trouble for it. And he says he likes Simone, but he likes being single. And if he were to have a girlfriend, it wouldn't be someone who gets jealous so easily. And I'm like, you're a loser. You're never going to find a person who's not going to be jealous by you creeping on other women. So nice try, Tanner. You're a trashner. See what I mean? But he does go on to have sex with Asia. Yeah, but Aisha wasn't choosing him as a life partner. Aisha was using No, him. but it's still a pretty good win, and it doesn't teach him any good lessons. Yeah, he's a loser. Trashner, loser. So um, Captain Lee gets an email and then calls the crew into a meeting because he's very annoyed. And in the meeting, he says he only has two rules. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass the boat. 
But in the email that he got from the Dream Club, it says that someone did a cannonball into the pool and the DJ equipment got damaged because of it. And if we recall, it was Ashton. Dun, dun, dun. Mr. Rules and good times and, I don't know, respect is trash. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more about Trashton. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish all new Sundays at nine on AMC and stream on AMC Plus. And we're back. If you guys hear any weird noises, they're working on my roof again. And Nick might get to witness the ceiling falling in and crushing me potentially. Wow, oh, no. isn't that fun? I might die on this Zoom call. What a what a way to end the show. And guys, unfortunately, yeah. we've lost Anna to the roof collapsing on her head because this city and this apartment complex lacks the right yeah. fucking code or whatever cool. to exist. Yeah, that would be cool. Building code is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Not like code of ethics. They don't have ethics either, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the physical code is lacking because uh, my roof shouldn't be caving in. Such no, bullshit. it's not ideal. So, yeah, we're back. The beach club was like, fuck you guys for, you know, ruining our DJ equipment. And so the beach club has asked to be compensated. And Captain Lee says the crew has to take care of it. And Ashton tells Captain Lee it was him. And he apologizes and he says he will pay for the damage. And Captain Lee says that Ashton gets a pass for this one, but the ice he is skating on has gotten very thin. Then we learn that Ashton owes the club $1,000. And Captain Lee's like, you better hope you get a good tip. Jesus Christ, that's so much money. Yeah, well then don't do a fucking cannonball in like a light pool next to a bar in the DJ stand. I never do. Well, now you know you shouldn't. I don't. Okay, we'll see. It, there's nothing to say. Okay, well, wait. Wait for what? You, bitch. Huh? Mm-hmm. We'll see. See? Yes. Okay. So Ashton goes and apologizes to everyone, and he apologizes to Kate for embarrassing them at the club, and she's like, okay. Then she's like, it was probably built a frustration of having to wait for Kate and Riley to get ready. And he's like, mm, those are two separate issues. And she's like, well, okay. Then Ashton gets upset at Kate for being cold to him about his apology. And he's like, I'm going around apologizing to everyone for embarrassing them. And she's being rude. And it's like, yeah, you're not getting along right now. Just leave it alone. So, uh, yeah, the guests are arriving. I don't know. 
It's awesome. <laughs> Kate says she likes returning charter guests because it takes away some of the stress because uh, you know what they want. But last time these guests had a shitty time, so they all really need to make up for that. So Kate gives the guests a tour of the boat and they're like, wow, it's even more beautiful than Tahiti. And I'm like, God, it's all beautiful. Like you guys are all in exotic locations. So it's already very hot in the galley because the fan is broken. And Kevin says he's going to try and avoid making any hot food for the time being. And the guests are sitting down for lunch. The deck crew, while they're putting out water toys, spot a bunch of jellyfish and let the guests know. And they ask them to put out the critter pool for them to swim in. And if you guys recall, the critter pool is like that little pool with a net. So it stops like jellyfish critters. And little critters from getting in. And Ashton says they've been avoiding the critter pool because it's a pin in the ass. But this is the one that they have to try and figure it out. It doesn't ever seem like anyone enjoys it, really. I feel like there's one charter ever where they just like hung out at the critter pool. It looks so awful. Oh, yeah. I mean, thus is life. Thus is life. So at lunch, uh, one of the guests finds a hair in their mozzarella. And Kevin is horrified because he's like, it's bad to start a first meal like that because it really sets the tone. And the deck crew is attempting to get the critter pool in the water. Kate is working on getting the dancers for the performance that night. And Brian says he finds Riley very annoying because she speaks, basically. And these guys are kind of like, dumb, quiet. Be quiet, dumb woman. Be quiet. And it's mostly her just being like, okay, I think we should do this. And they're like, oh, my God, fuck you. She just, like, speaks. And, like, it points things out and suggests things. And the guys get so pissed. You know the problem. It's not the what she's saying. It's how she's saying it. And sometimes it is that she's saying it. She says a bunch of shit you don't need to say. If somebody makes a mistake and, like, you're working and they tell you to do something else, you don't have to spend five fucking minutes about what they told you last time. I know it's something different. It's a new thing. Fucking do it. Wow, you seem very upset. I'm just, I'm, doesn't need this, doesn't need this. I agree. She has a tone to her, but like, have you learned nothing? You just ignore it. You don't need to fucking ignore it because she doesn't own the boat. Jesus. Someone else needs to be ignored. Nick. Your tone again is popping off. doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's tough to hear you yell at me like that. Okay, I'm just saying, oh, it's not like God. a woman thing. It is a woman and thing. They it's insane her. to think that. Because if Tanner or Brian was doing that, they'd be like, good idea, Brian. Brian? No, they yeah. would be fighting. Guys fight, just <laughs> no. not these guys. No. So yes, they get the critter pool out there and the guests get in. And everyone's struggling in the galley because of how hot it is. And they finally get some fans in to blow the air around to get the smoke out. And the deck crew, you know, they swim, whatever. The guests are done with it. And they go into their rooms to get ready for dinner service. And the deck crew basically has to spend hours getting the critter pool back up and folded away. And they are definitely struggling. And everyone's getting frustrated. And what do you know? Brian tells Riley to calm down. And of course, she starts to get upset. And when he told her to calm down, all she was saying is, why don't we try it this way, basically? And he was like, calm down, okay? We're getting there. Calm down. That's a microaggression. Sorry to break it to you, but men do that all the time. You are missing the fact that this woman has a fucking hair trigger like no one ever on this show. I agree. Okay? I Everything agree. she, she says is an act of, of outward aggression. F- fuck it with these microaggressions against Riley. There's no more microaggression. She sucks, and she, can, she can't be talked to like a normal person. Yes, she can. If you treat her like a normal person and not someone who's annoying you, then she won't get upset. I I just feel like I've like studied Riley and I could speak to her like a person in a way that wouldn't upset her. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. Mutual respect is not hard. So yeah, everyone's getting ready for dinner and Riley is telling Kate how annoyed she is at Brian. And upstairs on the deck, Ashton is telling Brian to choose his words carefully when speaking to Riley. See, at least Ashton gets it. 
And then Riley calls uh, Brian Ashton Jr. because she thinks he's, well, yeah, he's just intense. Yeah, the dancer has arrived and they're getting ready in Kate's room for the after dinner performance. And Kevin is trying to step it up for dinner with a pineapple rice and a little pineapple bowl. And he made pork on a stick. And he says his daughter likes meat on a stick. So he thinks this will be fun for the kids. And the guests are into it. One guest is like, I don't like pork. But the guests really like the table set up and decorations. And the dancer comes out and performs right before dessert. And they love the dance performance. But afterward, they get this like rice dessert, like a sticky rice sort of situation. And one guest is like, I don't really like rice for dessert. And then this other guest says that he wanted (laughs) Michelin level food and not meat on a stick. And they're hoping for better food the next day. And Kate tells Kevin what they said. And he says that he could have refined it a little more, but he really can't win with these guests. Yeah, and Tanner asks Simone if she's cool with keeping it casual. And she says, yes, as long as there's respect in this casual thing. And he's like, yeah, totally, which means he's not going to respect her. And Simone says she's honestly too busy for Tanner's shit and should avoid him. But she just likes making out with him. Okay, everyone goes to bed. It's the next day. Wow, what a time to be alive. Am I right? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. No? Yeah. It's not a great time to be alive? No, I just, uh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm waiting to see what happened the next day. What if I tell you nothing happened? That'd be awesome. How wild would it be? And that's where the show just ended abruptly. I do think that extractor fan needs to be fixed ASAP, though. That's, like, really shitty. And you know what? The next day, we're going to find out exactly why it needs to be fixed. Sorry. I don't know why I'm stalling. Yeah. What are we talking about? I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Captain Lee lets Brian and Ashton know that the water taxi is going to bring the husband's parents out to the boat as a surprise. So they're trying to plan for a beach picnic that they're going to have right after the grandparents arrive. And Ashton is concerned because the kids are a safety hazard and already, and now they have two elderly people who are going to be like a super safety hazard. So they need to be very, very calculated because if anyone gets hurt on their dime, we're going to die. Everyone's going to die. That's a, that's a new twist on this episode. How so? Do you think they're having a good time? Do you think the charter's having a good time? Sure. I mean, for the time being. Hmm. I mean, why? You don't think so? Uh, No, I just, uh, I can't imagine they are. You know, I don't know why they would come back. You know, it's like they're super rich and they're like, hey, what's a place we had a terrible time? Let's go back there. I agree. I do think it's weird that they came back. Considering there's like only vibes of them waiting for them to fuck up. Like when someone found a rice or a hair in their meal, they were like, strike one. It's like you're you want them to fuck up. So you have a reason to be like, they fucked up. Like, that's a vibe Mm -hmm. I don't care for. Like, they're constantly being like, well, they fucked up. And it's like, or now. I'm not trying to, like, rock any boats here or. And this might be very controversial. You could just try and enjoy yourself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that too much? That's crazy talk. Am I out of control? You're out of nuts. Just like, just like enjoy it for what it is. You're on a super yacht in the middle of God, like, who is the that one dude Thailand? who is the rabble rouser? There's like that one guy on yes, the end. I don't think he knows anybody. He's just like, hey, if anyone thinks they're having a good time, let me just let me tell you. Uh, you're not. Yeah, it's the meat on a stick guy. We got to complain. He's we like, should be complaining more. He's like, there's, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, pudding rice for dessert. Go fuck yourself, trash. Uh, meat on a stick that's not michelin star enough for me i'm sorry there is no fucking michelin star restaurant that puts meat on a stick can you go yeah also guess what idiot this isn't a michelin star restaurant this is a boat 
There's a boat with fucking Kevin. Kevin's the, the cook. You know he's not a Michelin star chef. That is a very real distinction that a, a person and a place have. Yeah. And, and he I, does not have it, and his place does not have it. I only say this. Normally, I wouldn't say it if I respect the person, but I think Kevin is such trash for him to be like, that hair that was on the food is not mine while he's actively balding. He's like, there's no way it's mine. He said, there's no way it's mine because it would have to be a pubic hair. Your head is filled with curly hair, idiot. It's filled with short, curly hair. There's a hole in the back. You are a short, curly-haired, in-the-food machine. Yes. Literally, put a hat on or, like, a chef's hat, anything. Because you are sprinkling, you're sprinkling your little hairs, your little pube head hairs all over the food and then trying to blame someone else. Yeah. That's a fact. And I only shame him like this because he's already a shitty person and I don't Mm -hmm. care about his feelings. So fuck him. Fuck him and his hairs that he's leaving all over the food and then denying. Let's check his resume. I doubt he's ever even worked on a boat before. Whoa. Incendiary. What? Why? I said this is incendiary. How? You are coming for this guy's credentials? You're coming for the list on his CV? Yeah, I guess so. I guess, yeah. I mean, the way you say it that way and it makes me think, yeah, probably I am. Wow. All right, guys. This has been great ripping Kevin to shreds, but uh, let's take a quick break. We are back. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. And we're back, 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 quack, quack. Yeah, so what, what a time to be alive. So the grandparents pop up when the water taxi arrives. And the mom's being like, weird, why is that water taxi getting so close? Weird, who's on that water taxi who's a, approaching the boat? Weird, are those people we recognize? And then boom, bang, bing, the grandparents pop off the water taxi and everyone's so happy and the dad looks like he's like crying. He's like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, to which I want to ask, why were they not on the boat originally? And why do they get kicked off of the boat? And Why is it a surprise that they're seeing their grandparents in the country that their grandparents live in? And why is this the only time they're seeing their grandparents on this trip? Why are they in Thailand and they're not really like going over to their grandparents' house? 
Well, that's my question. I'm thinking they either came or were planning on going. So I'm sure they saw the grandparents at some point or were planning on seeing them after this. But they just chose they just decided that they weren't good enough to come on the boat for the full trip. Yeah, it's it. And you could tell that the parents were maybe not as sophisticated as everybody else. And um, I think these are low class people. I think he's clearly new money and he had to teach himself how to act. Well, yeah, and that's so, why he's such a he's such a masochist that he keeps going on this boat. When the parents get on the boat, they take them into the wheelhouse, and the grandpa literally says, "Like, this is our first time ever on a boat like this." And then Captain Lee's like, "Tick it off the bucket list." Yeah, and it looks like they live in Thailand because the the grandfather is Thai, but the mom, the grandmother, seemed like a white woman. I think hmm. it's hard to tell. She was wearing sunglasses. Um, yeah, well, it's really hard to tell someone's life story when they're wearing sunglasses. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just trying to figure out what this, the story is here. And you got to put somebody in a box, right? Otherwise, you know, what are we doing as a society? No, I'm just trying to understand, like, why they would just casually live in Thailand. But they are, they oh, do yeah. appear to be Thai, which makes sense. Yeah, but imagine, imagine how wonderful their life probably is. Oh, it's probably so joyous. God, just to be in love for that long, you know. I remember I met this kid in LA once. He had like a broken collarbone, and he was telling me that he broke it in Thailand because he was there. I don't even know what he said he was doing. I think he was like trying to ride a bike with a bunch of people on it. But he was saying that he was there staying with his friend's dad, and his friend's dad moved there. He's like this old white guy, and he just moved there to just live his life out because it's like very kind of cheap over there the dollar goes a long way and he's just like taken care of by like young thai women that he just like pays to be around him um, and i was like okay oh, was this john mcafee no, i don't talking about name. here i don't know his name but maybe it was but i was like i'm sorry what and he's like yeah how cool is that and i was like ah. not cool not yeah. cool yeah so, grandparents arrive. Everyone's so happy. Kate says she loves old people because they're so cute and have wisdom. And Kate and Kevin are planning the lunch picnic for the guests. And he really wants to do it family style because I guess he loves that shit. Just keeps going on about fucking family style. Uh, and he's like, yeah, the food should all be set up by the time they arrive to the beach. And Kate's like, okay, let's do it, queen. Uh, and Ashton attempts to make the fir- take the first set of guests over to the beach so they could chill before the picnic. But after checking out the, like, waves crashing on the rocks, he decides that it's not safe. Like, the conditions are not safe to bring a tender out there, especially with kids and elderly on board. And he's like, "Uh, you know, I don't want to have to, like, try and get people off the boat while the tender is literally, like, crashing into rocks. So he radios uh, Captain Lee. Captain Lee agrees if it's not safe, then you can't do it. And Ashton's like, I can't risk any injuries. If anyone gets injured on my watch that's our ass he's turning into captain lee that's our no, ass no the man who taught me everything i know says i have to eat your ass yeah and uh kate overhears and she's annoyed because she said it was on the preference sheet that the uh, the guest the preference sheet that eaten. they wanted beach pick a beach picnic and the guests were excited about it So now they have to make up for the fact that they're missing the beach. So they have to break out all the water toys and have a great lunch ready to go to fix another fuck up. Thoughts, Nick? Um, Yeah, it's not their fault. And they keep saying this over and over on this show they have to make these decisions constantly on this show and it's like when you see someone you know who's rude to a waiter because the waiter's like look i don't know what you know what's going on they're just the food's taking a while and there's nothing i can do about it i'm a fucking waiter i'm not in there cooking your fucking food and like when they don't believe them they're making these snide comments like i know they could have done it fuck you you don't know anything you fucking asshole all you know is you don't like meat on a stick you dumb piece of shit i'm curious why couldn't they just swim to the beach i guess cuz there's old people and kids 
Yeah, that's huh. the, that's the thing. That's tough. That's definitely tough. Well, okay. The guests are starting to notice how smoky it's getting in the galley and the interior crew is trying to like distract them from it. And of course the guys, the deck crew are getting annoyed uh, by Riley's knots because they always find a way to get annoyed by Riley because they're like, she's doing these weird fisherman knots, knots and we don't understand what to do. And then the fire alarm goes off in the galley from all the smoke and the guests are all concerned and they're like, we don't need whatever he's cooking. We can just go to the island to eat. You can't, bitch. Have you not been listening? You can't go to the island unless you plan on swimming. You know what I was thinking that was so beautiful? It's like all they want to do is go eat on the beach, you know? Uh And you know who can eat on the beach today? Every single person who's not in a fucking mega yacht can just go to the beach and eat there. And you fucking can't because you're stuck in your millionaire's jail. I don't feel sorry for you, you piece of shit. I like the millionaire jail. Thank you. I'm a poet. And I know it. Yeah. So Kate says this entire experience has turned into chaos as the deckhands struggle with the water toys and the galleys filled with smoke. And they're basically like sucking at making this up for the charter. And it's just so silly, like to a point where like Kate is just like holding a fan and walking around with it to try and blow the smoke out. And uh, yeah, that's where the episode ends in absolute fucking chaos. Uh, should we, I mean, do you have any thoughts or should we go into boat facts? No, I think we should go right to boat facts because it's a pretty big day over here at boat facts central. Uh, as you all know, there's wait, wait, uh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's time for boat facts with Nikki T's. Hey Nick, if you ever try and start a boat fact before I do your boat fact intro ever again, I swear to God. you. Well, maybe if you were more on top of it. Full. You know, you didn't even give me a second. Well, you know, get more on top of it. And I, a lot of producers wouldn't need a second, you know, because they know how the show is run. But uh, some some need a little more help. And that's nothing against you. It's that's not you saying anything like. bad about. Well, I get, yeah, I mean, I guess it is saying. Yeah, I guess it is bad about you. Um, so, but I, you know, I forgive you. Anyway, are you ready for this boat fact? I'm going to put my fist up your butt. No, come on. What are you, Captain Lee? Yes. Okay, do the boat fact. Okay. So, as you all know, anyone and anyone and everyone can leave me a boat fact as long as it's uh, in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Right. Now, wouldn't you know it, but uh, today we have one using this method. And that's very exciting for me, and it's very exciting for everyone. Now, this is a five-star review, only kind we accept. The subject uh, header is Barnacles. This is a review by Karen Tongson for president. Pew, pew, I, pew, pew, pew. I'm not sure I can uh, fully endorse this candidate. Oh, Jesus I'm Christ. I'm not familiar with the, pro- with the platform. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's a boat fact for you. Incredible. Barnacles. That's it. That's the boat fact. Back to you, Anna Hosnier. Read it. Um, no, she goes on to say, large barnacle colonies cause, uh, cause ships to drag and burn more fuel, leading to significant economic and environmental costs. The U.S. Navy estimates that heavy barnacle growth on ships increases weight and drag by as much as 60%, resulting in as much as 40% increase in fuel consumption. That's bonkers. Yeah. Did you know about this? No, I didn't. But it makes sense that they're always like, go clean the barnacles off the bottom of the boat. And then remember, what's his name? CJ was like, there's not enough penicillin in the world that can save me from a barnacle. Oh, not again. Not with one more infection. No. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I forgot about that. Um, But that is absolutely true. Uh, You'd think that there would be more of an industry to clean the barnacles. Like like there's not guys they could pay to clean their barnacles off. If you're losing that much fuel, it's got to be worth a couple hundred a day. Yeah. That's a lot. But barnacles grow. How, How quick does it take for a barnacle to attach? Um, I mean, I can't take that long if it's already happening. 
Well, I mean, that if it happens was that much. a uh, great boat fact by Thank classic you. Nikki T's. Karen Tongson, perhaps for president, pending some uh, internal investigations. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you so much for leaving that five-star review and uh, giving us a boat fact. Guys, that could be you. You could also be running for president and leaving us boat facts with five-star reviews. And we could use these five-star reviews, you guys. Uh, We are starved for some five-stars. And I know y'all are listening. If you've gotten this far and you haven't given us a five-star review, well, that's just rudy toot 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 as Simone would say. That's rude. And Nick and I, we're not basic bitches. We know how to be professional, but we're not happy. And I swear to God, I will jump off the boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The bow of the boat. So leave us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. How many times do I have to say that? Like, my house is caving in. You know what could hold it up? Some five-star reviews. Some five-star reviews. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Well, that was uh, season seven, episode 11 of Below Deck. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Anna Hosnia. Nick is at Nick's Turners. Check out our merch on T Public. Queen, merch, T Public. We'll post your photos. Send them to us. We love our listeners we want you to be on this journey with us we want to be on the journey with you as you listen to six thousand episodes we put out hey guys you are watching the destruction of our minds don't you want to be a part of that doesn't that make you feel good how sick we are oh hmm. god i bet I you are recording the wrong this. kind of audience here no no everyone's happy with this Descending. All right, guys, we got to go. I have so much to do, like um, be crushed by um, my ceiling. So we are out of here. This might be the last you ever hear of me. So leave that five star review. Okay, bye. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late for the very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.